Welcome to Inside Yorkshire with Susan. I'm talking, walking and often swimming in this marvellous county, sharing news and views with fellow enthusiasts. So, come on in and join us. Hello there, Susan here, Inside Yorkshire. Today I'm talking to Mike Sparrow, who is the Deputy Chairman of Richmondshire Climate Action Partnership. Now, if you're worried about increases in the cost of living, your fuel prices, energy and food, do you know what help's available if you're struggling? At the end of this week, an event is being held over in Leyburn at Tenants, with more than 50 organisations taking part, so that you can find out what benefits and grants are available to help with energy and food costs, what grants are available to improve the energy performance of your home, or transition to renewable energy, how to qualify for a food bank or food share schemes, how to start growing your own, or how to set up and run a community garden or community energy project. So much information, and at a time when many of us, even those of us in full-time work, are struggling to meet the costs of living. So I'm going to talk to Mike now, and he will tell us more about what is happening and what you can tap into. I certainly am, Sue, and thanks for the opportunity to talk to you this morning. It's terrific, um, particularly with our event at Tents coming up on Friday the 1st of July. This is, uh, this is just a wonderful opportunity to get the message out. So let me give you a bit of background first on Richmondshire Climate Action Partnership. Um, we, we were formed about a year and a half ago uh, following the local council um, approving uh, an emergency motion for climate and environment um, and they then asked us to set up a community group to, to sort of connect that initiative back into the community and start delivering some projects, start involving local people in doing good things for the earth um, and, uh, and good things for the local community. Um, we've got about 50 members uh, and we did uh, an annual review in March of this year just taking stock of what had gone well and what had not gone so well, but also taking a look forward at what we might want to do in the coming year. Um, and the key theme that came through from everybody, really, was concern about uh, the increase in cost of living. Um, uh, and I suspect at the time that we did that review, the issues that people were facing were not as severe as they're facing right now. Uh, I think that cost of living has only escalated, really, over the last three or four months. Um, so the, the conclusion of that discussion was that uh, we would try and orchestrate uh, an event where we would try and bring together uh, as many community support organisations, uh, community groups uh, and individuals as we could who could provide uh, information, advice and practical support. Uh, for people in the community that were beginning to feel financial pressure as a consequence of increases in the prices of fuel, uh, meteoric increases in the price of energy, um, uh, and of course your food basket. So I think most people would accept that in the last year their food basket's probably gone up 50% in, in cost. Um, so we, we wanted... Uh, organisations, people that could give uh, our, our local community uh, some practical 
ideas, practical support. Um, and uh, we're absolutely delighted. Uh, tenants in Laban have been gracious enough to give us their venue free of charge for the day, uh, which is wonderful, and we applaud them for that. Um, we have invited uh, organisations from across the district and beyond, um, and I'm delighted to say that now we've got 52 organisations committed as of this morning, um, and I'm expecting we may have another half a dozen by the end of the week. Wow. Um, uh, and that, that is better than we could ever have imagined. Uh, I thought we might have had 15 to 20 mm. when we started this journey. Um, and the quality of the organisations that have appeared uh, that I knew nothing about. As, as mm. a local person, many of these organisations I didn't even know existed. Um, and it does make me wonder whether if you're someone who's struggling in the community... Uh, it is perhaps quite difficult to know what's out there that can support you. Um, uh, and here we are. Here we've got a portfolio of those businesses coming together uh, and an opportunity for local people to go and hear what they've got to say, go and hear about the services that they offer. Uh, and yeah, I profoundly hope come away with uh, something that's going to uh, reduce their cost of living. Uh, or at least contribute to trying to make things a bit easier and a bit better for them. Um, so in amongst that, we've got... Um, well, let me say, first of all, the uh, the event is subdivided into roughly four themes. Uh, so we've got a group of community support organisations, some of which are charities. Um, I think we now have about 14 of those attending... Um, we, we've then got uh, a group of organisations and individuals, community groups uh, around a food theme, trying to help people, um, for instance, with food poverty. We've got the, uh, the food bank from Richmond. We've got uh, the food share schemes from Colburn uh, and Wensleydale. Um, so that's for people who are really struggling to to uh, pay for their food. Um, equally, we've got uh, cooking demonstrations. So one of the solutions to this is to get back to some good old traditional forms of, of cooking and uh, a demonstration of how you cook cheap, uh, wholesome, healthy and tasty food. Uh, and we're delighted we've got someone coming along to show us how to do some of that and a bit of visitor participation, which should be, should be fun. Um, <coughs> Uh, we've got um, people showing you how to get started with growing your own veg uh, and we've got um, a community garden people coming along. So if there's a, a local parish or a, a community group that's interested in setting up a community garden, then really useful to have some advice from someone who's done it, um, knows the ins and outs of it, uh, knows how you set it up and then how you run it effectively. Can so, I just ask where where that is the one that the Oh it's Tunstall. Oh at Tunstall yeah. okay. Yeah which has <clears> been established for quite some time and uh, and Paul does a fantastic job of of running that. Um so I think sharing his knowledge is going to mm. be really invaluable. It's it's superb. Um we've then got an energy theme uh, and uh, we've got people coming along who can uh help individuals and communities with uh what sort of grants are available 
Um, and in fact, there are quite a lot of grants that are available now that aren't immediately obvious to people. So we've got some specialists uh, who understand the grant system, understand the eligibility criteria. You don't have to be on benefits to receive some of these grants. Um, and they can, they can navigate uh, people through this process. And the, the, their pitch to me is there's something for everyone Mm. in this uh, and some of them will bring along uh, tablets that will enable you to process grant applications there and then so okay. you know, hope, hopefully people will be able to walk away from the event having taken a step forwards with, with doing something um, uh, the, there's also support for people who simply can't afford to pay their energy bills um, and we've got the North Yorkshire Stronger Communities group coming along uh, who can tell people how you can access simply cash payments to, to help you and so on. Um, uh, and then uh, there's also, I suppose, uh, uh, another cadre of people from amongst our community who haven't hit the, the stage of not being able to afford to pay their bills yet, but they really want to try and find a way out of the existing energy system uh, and maybe do some local generation of their own, might want to move to renewables and so on. Not sure which renewable source they might want mm. to move to or which is most suitable for their type of home. Uh, and there'll be advice there about that sort of thing. Um, and that might range anything from uh, home insulation through to putting heat pumps in, wind turbines or whatever it might be. Um, so there will be all of that advice on renewable energy there uh, and then there's a bit also on how to develop uh, a community energy scheme um, so for instance at Asgrig there's a group that's been formed for some time that's trying to put a, a community energy solution into seven civic buildings there and they've got a lot of knowledge about mm. um, how you do the feasibility studies how you get the funding what the problems are what, what the hurdles are that you have to jump and again, I think that knowledge is absolutely invaluable. Uh, I, I hope we get um, some parish councillors coming, coming along from parts of Richmondshire who can take some of that knowledge back to their local communities and say, OK, what can we do here in this parish to, to help people and, and bring some innovation? So that's, that's the energy theme. Uh, and then we've got transport and travel. Um, we've, uh, we've got representation from Dales Bus and Harbus. Uh, we've got um, some electric vehicle, vehicle companies coming along, so there'll be a demonstration of some electric vehicles. People can see uh, what they look like, uh, talk to people about how they work. Um, there's going to be a couple of private cars there, so you'll have people who've actually been driving EVs for a while who'll be able to tell you what their experience of EVs is, how to make the best of them. Um, whether or not you can charge them off your solar panels at home and whether that means you actually end up running your car for nothing. Um, all of these things, I think, where you've got people with practical experience is just what you need at the moment to give you a bit of confidence mm. to find a route through um, what's becoming increasingly difficult. I mean, travel is just ridiculous at the moment. As a family, we went down to uh, Wales only a week or so ago and the diesel for that cost us over 250 pounds for return journey 
Um, and that becomes cost prohibitive unless we can find some alternative solutions for that sort of travel. So we we would like to use this event to, to stimulate some, uh, some car share schemes. Um, there's apps like Blah Blah Car, which mean that people can uh, advertise a journey. So if you're going from the Upper Dales to North Allerton, for instance, um, you could advertise that you're doing that. Uh, you've got a spare seat in your car um, and someone can go online to the app and they can say, yeah, I'd really like to join you in the car and they might pay you a pound towards your fuel, which makes it good for everybody. So th there's, there's these sort of innovations, there's, uh, there's these sort of things that we can just do as a community to make life cheaper for one another, to become more integrated as a community and support each other at a time when uh, financially people are going to hit some real pressure. Definitely, and I know the the, the whole fuel situation. I can um, I can understand because I had a trip to Cornwall, <laughs> which was <laughs> slightly further than you. And yeah, yes, yeah, exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, definitely. And also, the last time I had to fill up my oil tank, a real shock, a real shock. So yeah. I'd be interested personally myself about it all. Well, it's it's interesting what you say about oil. Um, and I guess when we uh, when we started the planning of this event, uh, I had no real concept of how bad this was for a few people, um, and it's more than a few people actually; it's uh, an increasing number of people. Um, but as you start talking about the idea of the event with the local community, you start to stimulate stories, um, and uh, the. The, the stories that you hear are not necessarily what you expect to hear uh, and we have we have people in uh, our own village where, where we live uh, and and in Reith that we know quite well um, who told me that they've had their heating off for pretty much the whole of this year um, and at the beginning of this year it was jolly cold um, <coughs> and they've been sitting in their houses under blankets rather than have the heating on because the cost of energy has just been prohibitive mm. uh, for them. Um, and in in a similar vein, uh, I was talking to one of the people at the food chair schemes who uh, had had a professional come in, a professional from uh, the medical sector, um, qualified, full-time employed, um, and just absolutely distraught. Uh, her cost of living had just got away from her completely and she couldn't afford to uh, pay for her food for the week. Um, uh, and you begin to realise that people see a stereotype for the sort of person that's in trouble financially and uh, they think it's people that have access to benefits and that that problem can probably be solved to some degree at least through uh, a benefit system, which in itself doesn't necessarily work particularly well. Um, but the problem that we're facing now stretches well beyond that. It stretches to people who have um, financial commitments in terms of rents and mortgages and so on, uh, and people who have been responsibly budgeting and planning their income against their expense and their expenses have just escalated at such a rate that it's been it's become impossible 
to to balance the books, uh, and they're starting to run into trouble, uh, and that's that's motivated me, and I think it's motivated the other people in the partnership to try and make this event the best that we can, um, and to try and bring as much help uh, to individuals uh, as we possibly can. And uh, the 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 key is to get as many people to the event. Mm. as we possibly can to get the word out and I, I really appreciate the opportunity to participate in your podcast I, I know that people listen to that in big numbers and uh, yeah, that's, that's a great way of communicating this message uh, the, the event is free it's free admission um, there's uh, a free to enter raffle with some prizes so you could come away from it with something that's useful just by virtue of the fact that you walk through the door um, for those that want to start growing some vegetables, there'll be some free seedlings there of, uh, of veg that you can pick up and take away with you. Um, uh, and you can probably grab a free smoothie as you go through the door as well. So th there'll be lots of fun stuff. There's, um, there's a labyrinth outside, which will be uh, fun for lots of people as well. Thank you. Thank you very much for that, Mike. And it's going to be live streamed as well, isn't it? It's running from 10 till 3, if I got that right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll open at 10, close at 3. Uh, we've got, um, I think it's eight or nine uh, presentations being made by a collection of the participating organisations during the day. They're, they're going to be in the form of um, sort of 15-minute TED Talk-style presentations with time for sort of five minutes of questions. Um, and then if people have got any more questions, they can go back to the stands and talk to those organisations. We're going to video those. So uh, people who can't attend the event um, can uh, see those presentations online uh, after the fact. Uh, we'll put those on our own website, uh, which is www.richmondshireclimateaction.org. Um, and uh, tenants have been great there, uh, allowing us to co-host a live stream of the whole event um, on their Facebook page. Uh, so uh, if you can't get there, but you have got access uh, to, to Facebook, then you can have that on in the background during the day and you, you can watch some of the presentations if they take your fancy. Um, and uh, w we may have a celebrity wandering around uh, with the live stream asking people questions at some of the uh, some of the stalls so you, you might actually find out a little bit more about what's going on in the whole event as well um, that's that's really good thank you for that mike and uh, so I'd, I'd just like to say then thank you very much turn up in your hundreds because <laughs> it sounds like an invaluable event for a lot of us and i can understand that we don't all fit into the same slot, but the majority of us now are having to really budget, budget carefully. I became a pensioner at the end of last year and I thought I was organised, but then everything since then has changed. So yeah. it's uh, it's something that is will be valuable to many, many of us and uh, worthwhile. So thank you for, can I just say as well, thank you for all the effort because I know, <laughs> I don't know from when you started with the idea how much time you've actually spent on it, but it has escalated, hasn't it? Oh, it's uh, a lot bigger it, than you were expecting. It's it's grown like topsy, and uh, from uh, from when we started this, eight weeks seemed as though it would be ample time. Uh, I I wish now we'd had six months to plan mm, it. Mm. Um, 
So uh, I, I think we're I think we're going to get there, and I think it's going to be a, a great event. Um, as you say, I, I think it's very timely because uh, all, all the old paradigms of what we expected to happen with mm. uh, pricing, um, the, the sort of controls that we used to expect with uh, price caps on energy, have all gone out of the window. And we, you know, if we think we've got a problem now. I think one of the motivators for people to come along to this will be concern about what might happen when we get into the autumn and the winter uh, when government and the energy industry have already said that they're expecting the price cap to go up another 40% plus. Um, so you know, we, we, we need to start thinking about how we can help ourselves and each other right now. Um, uh, and you know, we look forward to seeing as many people as we can uh, and um, thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to get the word out. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please rate and review it so that I know what you like the best. If you want to get in touch with me, you'll find my contact details in the show notes. Also, don't forget to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss the next episode. Until next time then, this is Susan signing out from inside Yorkshire.